Welcome to the original Home Economist podcast. I'm Liz Trigg, and I'm here with my mum, Val, talking about the changing face of kitchen gadgetry. We eulogise about coffee makers, reminisce about the Breville, and discuss the return to the manual approach. You're going to love it. Keep listening for more. So, Mum, what was the first electrical kitchen gadget that you had in your kitchen? Well, I suppose it would be the electric kettle. Okay. Because before that, well, going back, you had your um, kettle on the fire. Right. uh, And then you had it on top of your your gas stove or your electric stove. And then, of course, you could have a whistling kettle. Even better. And why why would it have a whistle? Because that's when it was boiled. boiled, So it saves time, doesn't it? You're not wasting time. Oh, good Um, idea. On the electric. But, well, anyway, the electric kettle, That's I think that was the first thing I had. Yes. And so um, I'm sure it wasn't like some of the modern kettles now where you can... Take it's almost like a jug, isn't yes, it? And yes. you take the top off. Of, yes. Um, and some of them they fill through the spout, don't they? Yes. Um, yeah. Because was, you you took the lid off, filled it, and it was um, a bit sort of difficult to cope with. But now they're much more streamlined, much well, better. And also, I'm sure it didn't have a switch off switch. I don't think they did. It's what I remember when they first came in, or maybe it's always been. But they yes. switch themselves off, off now, as yes. well, yes. don't they? Yes. Golly. And I tell you, the other thing I was thinking about is how coffee made at home has yes. changed, yes. hasn't it, yes. with gadgets? Yes. I mean, how would you make coffee? Well, originally it was just in a coffee pot. So what was that? Was that a, a brown stoneware or just a, a, a brown Coffee bottom. Okay. Um, and you put the coffee in the bottom. Yeah. Pinch of salt. That's interesting, yes. that pinch of salt. salt. Yes. Yeah. And then you poured the boiling water onto it and left it, gave it a stir, and then you poured it out, usually through a, a strainer. Yeah. And that, that was how you did it. And then I remember in our kitchen at home when you had a dinner party, because mm-hmm. you didn't have freshly ground coffee every day. No, no. But I remember when you had a dinner party, mm-hmm. you would have the percolator. Yes. Oh, yes, that was the electric and one, yes. It was electric, wasn't yes. it? And then I think, didn't you, you take the lid off, mm-hmm. you put the water in, and then how did you put the coffee in there, The Mom? coffee was in a contain, metal container at the top, right. which was removable. Okay. And then the water bubbled up through that and round and round. Uh, and, and, and filtered down. Filtered down, yes. Yeah. Because that that that, uh, that, sound that sound of yes. the percolator and the smell as the well. Smell. Lovely, yes. I know. I yes. know. Incidentally, you know, now a lot of coffee shops um, bag up their coffee grounds yeah. and give them away free to customers to put on their gardens and yeah. to use as compost. I know. Just decide. No, know, it's great. And I, yes. I, I now mm-hmm. have a bean to cup. Machine, mm-hmm. yes, and I keep my grounds yes. and I put them on my yes. on my garden because yes. then then it kind of enriches the soil. Yes, yes, and um, it stops the slugs actually on hostas. Oh, does it? Yes, it it's too rough or something for oh, them to golly. glide over. Oh, well, that's good because I yes. sometimes get slugs. Yes, was it the um you know the plunger the cafetiere? Did yes. that was that popular before that? The, no, that that was came in afterwards. Right. After the percolate. Oh, did it? Yes. I have a feeling it might be a Conran thing as well, Could through be. Habitat. Yes. You know, similar era of the duvet, yes. you know, that yes. he kind of championed. Yes. So that was the cafetiere. Yes. Um, and then there are lots of different ones now, aren't yes. there, yes. That, that you can get. It's not my favourite, but those pods 
that you put in yes. to the top of a little machine. Yes. Some people use those, yes, don't yes, they? Yes. As I say, I use the bean to cup. Yes. Because I love the whole process of hearing the beans. Yes. You know, being ground. <laughs> being ground. The smell. Yes. Then also, I like quite like doing the milk as well. Yes. Because yes. I can oh, do it you as mean froth it up. Froth it up. Because yes. that's the other thing with gadgets is that um, uh, my sister Emma has a frother for mm. the milk now yes. as well, yes. doesn't she? Amazing. Unbelievable. Yes, I'm, I'm not up to that yet, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, but how do you do it now, Mum? I, I just put use the cafe chair. Cafe chair. Yes. The and other milk th- in the microwave. Milk in the microwave. Yeah, because I think hot milk is really important. Yes. yes. Yeah. Really important. Yes. And there's the coffee machine as yeah. we speak. How brilliant. <laughs> Perfect. Shows that it t- switches itself off. off. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. But I think one thing that um, this is also, I hadn't heard of it um, because I have a bean to cup, but a lot of people are using this AeroPress. Oh, what's that? So it's quite a manual process, yes. mm-hmm. which um, we were talking earlier, actually, that perhaps now, because electricity is becoming so expensive yes that we might need to move from electric to, gadgets to manual. to manual yes yes well i mean i still have my um rotary uh, whisk right which i've had since i've been married 60 years yeah still going strong yeah i still use it um for um whipping up cream yeah uh it it maybe take a bit longer than the electric but it's it's perfectly all right and that's one that has a round um, handle yes, doesn't yes, it yes. and then it has two they're almost intertwined Trend, yes whisks Whisk, don't they yes yes um and in fact if you think about it the ha- the handheld yes, whisk yes is the same sort of um uh, technique yes, isn't it yes of course because yes. it get those two go between each other it, yes which is yes amazing but then it, you know it's a big help once you got the um um, you got you got the um, chef Kenwood chef, which had a mixer and everything, run by electricity, yeah. obviously. Yeah, um, and that enabled you to do uh, things more quickly. Yeah, um, and efficiently as when well. When do you think that came out, Mum? The Kenwood chef. I think I... probably about the seventies, sixty, late sixties, late seventies. Yes. Because I can see your original yes Kenwood chef. Yes, with a plastic cover. With a plastic cover, cover, but not only a plastic cover, but it had a a sort of glass bowl. It wasn't glass, yes, but it was right. china sort of it, it bowl, was, wasn't it? It was sort of opalescent glass, white. That's yes. right. That's yes. right. Lasted for ages and then I had to have it renewed, I remember. Yeah, I yes. remember because if you remember when I worked at the Good Housekeeping yes. Institute and we were doing all of that testing yes. of equipment and we would get the equipment obviously from the manufacturer, yes. but we could then buy them yes. at, a, a, at a good price. Mine went on for about 20 years oh, after mine that. Mine went on for years, absolutely. Yeah. I only got rid of it because it was taking up space. Yeah, yes. yeah, because that's what happened with Kenwood Chef, wasn't it? Yes. They kept putting extra things on. So yes. you could do the mixing, you could make the bread, yes. but then you could also... I, I remember there was a mincer yes. on the front. Yes. Not that they ever used a mincer, but, I mean, people used to make their marmalade yes. For, yes. with that. And then at the back, they put um, a liquidizer. Yes. Um, now, just talking about liquidizers, you mentioned, um, again, just thinking about how, how you could do that in a manual way. Yeah. What well, would you well, do? Um, I mean, for soup, um, before those, before you had a liquidizer, we had a, a sieve with a wooden edge and a gauze in the middle. Yeah. And um, it, it, um, you, you made your soup. Yeah. You poured, you had your sieve over, above a bowl. Um, you pressed the um, food through with a wooden spoon. Yeah. And 
scraped it underneath with a metal tablespoon right. and that saved your, your soup or whatever. And I bet you got a much smoother texture because the other thing that I think is amazing is the stick blender. Yes, I mean, oh, that's I think very good. Everybody can, yes. can use a stick blender yes. and you don't have to have a specific bowl for no, it. No, You can do it in a pan. Yes. But I find sometimes that I can't get as good a texture smooth. as I would, smooth as I would in a liquidizer. That. Yes, I've found yeah. that. Especially, yeah. um, for instance, if I'm pureeing apricots, which I quite like yeah. for various puddings, yeah. um, it, they're a bit grainy. Yeah, yes. it doesn't quite get that. No. And I also think that from a professional perspective, when people are making potato mash in yes. commercial kitchens, they always have a ricer. A ricer which is, is much better. Which is again, much better. It, but again, it's a manual, manual thing. Manual thing, Yeah, yes. which I think maybe people now might start to look towards yes. because the texture you get and the result yes. you get is amazing and you're not using electricity. electricity absolutely. Which, you know. Um, similarly, I remember, Mum, with the... Um, with the per- just going back to coffee, it's just mm-hmm. still in my mind. The percolator, you also used to have a an electric grinder. So you would buy beans sometimes oh, yes, and then right. you would grind the yes, beans. Yes. That was another bit of a gadget. Yes, yes exactly. Um, yes. And I know now I was I was in London recently and I, I just discovered this um uh this uh, brand called Snow Peak and they have again it's something that you can take with you and grind actually, by, yeah, ma- manually. by manually yes. your your beans. Yes. So that you even if you're kind of out and about camping, you can Ooh, you can get the you know, you can yes. get the best quality you know, yes. the best taste from your coffee. Because yes. I think we're getting very particular about our coffee yes, now, well, aren't people we? People are, yes. You know. And well and again, people are particular about their tea. Um and we used to um have um leaf tea. Yeah. Um and pour your boiling water on that. Yeah. Um, and uh, now you have your tea bags. And then, of course, you have the teas made, which was a great Oh, my goodness. Auntie Nance, Mum. Yes. especially for breakfast. Yeah. You had it by your bedside. Yeah. Um, that was another sound thing, though, wasn't it? Yes. Because the percolator had that sound, but yes. the, the teas made had yes, a similar it, sound, it did, didn't it? Right. Yes. It kind of... Why, you'd be waiting for your cup of tea first thing in the morning. <laughs> I don't think we... Yes, we did get one. Did you? Yes, Mummy had one and Auntie Nance had one, yes. Yeah. Um, but, oh, lovely. Yeah. Another thing in the morning, just thinking about gadgets, bread makers. Yes. Gosh, that was something else, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Again, to get that wake up with your bread Red and the smell and exactly yes, exactly yes. i personally don't think the quality of the bread was was very no. good you know when you're making it manually it's a sort of rhythm and it's a sort of relaxation as well yeah and people used to say that you know if the bad temper would get it out when they were kneading the the bread yeah and of course it became a big thing in lockdown yes. didn't it making sourdough yes. golly everybody yes. was doing it yes Unbelievable. The other thing I was thinking about um, gadgets was the um, uh, non-stick pans. Oh, wow. I yeah. mean, that made a big difference. Yeah. And you could get your omelettes out, you know, easily and things didn't stick. And I remember doing eggs, yeah, fried eggs in a, in a non-stick pan. I think the only thing that you have to be careful of is what implement you use with it. Oh, yes, yes. You know, because yes. that... You use a, a plastic or a, or a wooden spoon. Yeah, yes. yeah, because it's not really a gadget. It's kind of more of a, a sort of development, yes, isn't it? it in, is. in, yes, that's in, true. In, yes. Um, and when in, I stack them, I always put a, um, a sheet of um, kitchen roll between each pan because so they don't scratch. Oh, my goodness, Mum. You're so good at thinking about all of these well, little techniques. Well, I have the time to do it. Yeah, yes. that's true. Yes. That's true. Thank you.
Martha Mum, just take me through the history of toast. Well, when we were little, you had a toasting fork which you held in front of the fire. Okay. Um, an open fire or a gas fire. But how would a gas fire toast that, Mum? Just the heat? The heat, yes, they would because it was radiant as well, you know. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, um, if if the fire was very hot, you had an extending toasting <laughs> fork which you could pull out, and you got a longer handle to the fork, and it was delicious. And then you pushed it one side, turned it over on the prongs, yeah. and toasted the other side. Wow. Yes. And so then we got the electric toaster. toaster yes. Or before that, you used the grill. Ah, didn't you? Okay. Yes. And I remember on Nana Triggs' cooker, the grill was at eye level. level yes. She had a gas oven, An didn't she? Grill. And there were these flames coming yes, out. I was quite yes. frightened about that, actually. Yes, yes. But then you would have to watch it. That was you the other thing. You had to watch it, yes. Nana Williamson, mum, always had burnt toast. True, yes, and you hear, you'd hear the scraping of the yes. black off. Yes. <laughs> Yes, but that, yes, an eye level grill, that was very good because you didn't have to bend down. Yeah. And then it went on to, to the electric toaster. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And they were quite basic, weren't they, those toasters yes, at the yes. beginning? So, usually just one or two pieces of toast. Yeah. Exactly, because yes. now the toasters you can have different level, you can have yes. different um, thicknesses of toast, yes. can't you? Yes, and, and you can have four done together. With exactly, um, yes. or you can have four, and you can just put two and yes, and that yes. sort of Much thing. More exactly, adaptable. Exactly, because I the thing I used to love about toast and toasties is the good old Breville, Mum. I loved yes. that Breville. Yes. yes. Um, well, that was exciting and a quick, a quick snack. It was, but also I loved the way that it sealed it. It was like yes. a, it was like a parcel, wasn't yes, it? Yes. And it had those marks on which were so distinctive, distinctive weren't yes, they? Yes. For that kind of um, yes. that kind of time. And people used to sort of do, didn't they do sort of jam tarts or something? Well, yeah, you? you'd put you could put jam in, but I mean, yes. you have to be really careful that you yes, don't burn, burn your mouth. mouth. Yes. But I remember we. You know, around the um, around the time um, that um, our butcher friend did those beanies, oh yes. beanie burgers, yes. which was like a beef burger with beans yes, inside. Yes. So we used to put baked beans. Is, we in, used to put baked beans in, in, in a breville. Yes, golly! So it was like almost like inside out um, Sh- beans on yes, toast. toast. Yes. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I know, but then also the um, the thing that you can get now is that you can actually toast have a toasted sandwich in the toaster can't you with yes, those in a, bags in a bag yes I have those how does that work well you butter your bread on both sides yeah put your filling in and yeah. then you put it with the um, into a, a bag it's a sort of a black I suppose it's fireproof bag yes I think and they it is. go in yeah. and um, uh, ham and cheese is delicious because it melts the cheese and and toasts the outside fantastic very nice and really? especially in, in the winter, nice snack. Yeah. And the other thing that I think some people use that for is if you have somebody who's gluten-free. Oh, yes. Because if you use that bag, yes. you can do toast in that bag um, and you might you, you keep it away from the, the gluten that oh, might have been in the toaster oh, before. Right. Oh, It's a quite a good a way point. of doing yes. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, very good. And I love toast on an agar. Really? How yeah. do you do that? Well, on the on the hot plate yes, of the agar, yes. there is a sort of wire mesh yes. that's a round, it's a round shape with yes, a handle. Yes. So there's two sides and it opens up. Yes, yes. You put the you put the bread in, yes. then you sandwich the yes, bread between yeah. these two yes. wire 
um, round yes, things, yes. and then you put it on top of oh, the yeah. of the of the hot plate, right. um, and you kind of get indentations mm-hmm. with the crisscross, oh, and then turn it on the other side. Oh, and it's a bit like if you wanted to char grill. That's the other mm. thing that you could do to char grill really? something on a char grill pan. Yes, that's another way of toasting yes, as well, yes, isn't it? Yes. Which you could do manually yes. without having to have the electric grill, grill yes. or the um, or, or the toaster. toaster. Yes. That sounds lovely. It makes me feel hungry. I know. I love toast. Yes, I do too. (laughs) So, Mum, we're all guilty of having gadgets that we use for a couple of weeks or a month and then move on. Yes, yes. What are the ones that are most used in your kitchen? Well, probably, I think, the ones that I've had for 60 years. Wow. Well, is is the rotary whisk. Yeah. Certainly, and that's still going strong. Yeah. Also, an egg slicer, right? Which I use for um, when I'm doing egg and cress sandwiches, or slice some egg in a salad. Yeah. Or to use it as decoration. Yeah. And then also, um, <laughs> I'm still using my egg pricker. Okay. Um, which I used to, when you boil an egg, you, you press your egg onto the pricker. It, it prevents the egg from cracking when you're boiling an egg. Oh. I would say they they're the sort of longest serving. Things apart from wooden spoons um, that I, I've used and still find handy. Yeah. What about you? Well, I think um, you know when you're you're using spices at the beginning mm. of maybe yes. making something, and yes. I would put it in a, a sort of coffee grinder. Yes. Um, the pestle and mortar is a great way yes. of doing that manually. Yes. Also with um, mashed potato, mm-hmm. um, I think I would do a manual. Um, I, w- I would do it with a manual ricer. Yes. And the third one would be a kind of manual coffee grinder because yes. I can't think of anything better than being able to have fresh coffee yes. out and about. It's a treat. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll be back soon with another episode of Tips and Tricks from Home Economists.